Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Two years ago, we'd never heard of ChatGPT. Ten years ago, there was no TikTok. And 25 years ago, there was no Google, YouTube, Facebook, Bitcoin, Netflix, WhatsApp, Amazon, Zoom, Airbnb or Uber. It all shows how quickly technology can come and go. But the technology firms that have made it um, have have inordinate power these days and often decide elections more than politicians. So let's take time to talk about technology and where it's going with Ben Barringer, the Global Technology Analyst and Executive Director with Quilter Cheviot. And he's sitting in front of me. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Joe. So I don't know whether you got time to watch any of the... Uh, any the detail of the Senate hearings. We had some big names, including the bosses of those comp- some of those companies that I named. Um, what did we glean about the direction of travel for technology? So it's very interesting. So those particular hearings were about child safety, right? And that, that is a, a difficult subject that all governments are, are trying to handle at the moment. Mm. Actually, what's interesting is in China, there's been regulation about gaming, particularly child gaming, mm. and the restricting the number of hours there. So all governments are trying to reduce the impact of social media, particularly on, on the young. And in terms of child safety, you know, it's, it's incredibly important. But it's part of a continued pressure on these big tech companies from large governments to try and reduce their, their power a little bit and their influence. Would you say, very simply, that they have too much power, these big platforms now? So they, so in certain circumstances, I think that is the case. But also, they do deliver incredible value for people. You know, Think about Meta and Facebook during the COVID period. Mm-hmm. It was able to connect millions of people and allow them to, to interact. And mm-hmm. it allows, you know, WhatsApp allows uh, mothers to have groups and, and talk about how they should bring up their children and, and you know, and, and advice call, groups. And call their friends in Australia for free. Well, absolutely. So there is a huge amount of value that this delivers. You know, Google Maps is a, is a free service, but it allows, you know, who doesn't get into the car and use Google Maps or some kind of routing technology mm. to improve Other their maps efficiency. are available, obviously. Absolutely <laughs> right. Absolutely right. Um, the Americans really do struggle with this legislation. Yeah. The Europeans are very good at passing legislation, but not very good at creating the Googles and the Facebooks and the Netflix of this world. That's right. So the, the European AI Act, which I think was uh, agreed on the 8th of December, mm. um, is actually quite pragmatic, I think. So they've there was concerns that there was going to be quite sort of draconian um, implications from that. But they've been quite good. So, so what they've asked is for a lot of transparency about how the models are trained and the data being used and ensure that it meets copyright. But they haven't asked for things like explainability because a lot of these large language models, which is what ChatGPT is, mm. it, they're, they're black boxes and so you, you can't really get explainability. They've also put some restrictions on things like biometric and mm. facial data and things like so that. So you can't have facial recognition in the, in the street, which is what the Chinese do all the time. Absolutely. But getting back to... What is it that the Americans can do that the Europeans can't do, i.e. Uh, that they can create these behemoths? Yes. You can argue about whether it's good or bad or indifferent, but the Europeans can't simply do that. So they, so they have a hugely entrepreneurial 
population. I think that's the first thing to say. Second of all, they have incredibly good funding. Mm. So you have Sand Hill Row in in um, in California, which is you know this the, is where all the, the VCs the, hang out. Exactly right. This is the VC sort of epicenter, mm. um, and that provides incredibly good funding all the way from founding, you know, and then Series A all the way up to you know scaling the business up. I think the final thing that I think is sometimes missed as well is that the US is a very big market, sort mm. of three hundred million people domestic, market. and so if you can break America then you've got a business whereas if you're coming from maybe a smaller european country you have to such start, as this one such as this one absolutely or you know spotify for sweden yeah. and, and and so forth and and the uk SAP as well in germany well that, that's right you have to try and uh grow into a small market but then eventually you have to go overseas whereas plenty of those big tech companies start and can create a very sustainable business just from being in the US. Okay, and where will we be in a few years? Will the issues that we see today, will they be magnified by AI? I.e., will the American giants be even bigger and the Europeans still struggle because they don't have scale? Well, that's exactly right. And one of the big reasons I think that the Magnificent Seven have done so well, and it's not much talked about, Mm. is because... AI is all about the data. Your AI is only as good as the data you've got. Yeah. So the more data you have, the more successful you can be. And so that has that certainly helped. And data management is so important. So these American tech giants have harvested the terabytes and whatever type Petab- of bytes. Petabytes, yeah. Petabytes of data that's out there and they've turned it into a business model. Uh, and, but surely we should be able to do that on this side of the Atlantic. Well, it's just it's just more difficult because, unfortunately, it's a sort of winner-takes-all game, right? You only need one app to do social media and one app to do mm-hmm. searching and so on and so forth, right? And so it, it and now that those giants have been established, it is uh, a lot – it's very difficult to, to break those kinds of uh, monopolies. You mentioned AI Act, um, i.e. It's the, it's the first kind of transnational kind of guardrail that's been put in place. Um, is it going to work um, or is there? are you a tiny bit worried that AI could get out of control and computers will start kind of well, telling like, each other what like, to do? Like all legislation, it, this is just the first piece. 8th of December was the sort of guidelines. It's being written, uh, the, the wording is being written at the moment and we expect to get a final copy in April. Mm. Um, so the devil will be in the detail. Mm-hmm. But obviously, um, I think there is a lot of concern from a lot of you know very senior um executives at these companies a lot of you know scientists that there there needs to be some kind of control because and it's very interesting when you look at the commercial application so look at microsoft copilot the naming of copilot which is ai infused into the microsoft product paper clip for the 20 (laughs) for 2024 certainly that that would be one of the the sort of um more bearish scenarios but but you know the fact that it's called copilot is very important it is not the pilot mm. it needs supervision and what it is worrying is when you start to get people who are talking about letting the ai make decisions rather than being an assistant and mm. i think that's that's really important that okay. it doesn't turn into to all, the to all our pilot friends listening out there of course the pilot mostly takes off and lands <laughs> uh, and the copilot kind of does everything else a little bit um, but 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 finally you are glass half full when it comes to ai uh, yeah, I think it, it, like all tools and like through the history of innovation, um, humans like to get machines to do mundane tasks. Because they're lazy. 
because they like to employ themselves doing much more, you know, enjoyable things. And, like and, scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think AI is just an, another example of those kinds of tools that are going to get used by humans to do those more mundane tasks. The problem with AI is, and particularly generative AI at the moment, is it's not a panacea. It, does, it, it is a specific tool for, a, for lots of specific jobs, not for... You know, carte blanche, not for for, for all uh, applications. Top six finish for Brighton this year? Uh, I would hope so. I would hope so. Okay. Ben, thanks very much for coming in. That's Ben Berenger, uh, Executive Director with Quilter Cheviot. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.